You're listening to episode 40 of Widowcast with Joanne Philomena from Joanne the Life Coach. These are real stories and real experiences of widowhood, both my own story and many other widows I've known and worked with as a life coach. Hi, my friends, my listeners. Did you catch any of the book launch last week for Widowed? Thanks to those of you who downloaded it from Amazon and those who left a review for it on Amazon, it hit bestseller status and was at number one for its category on Amazon. So thank you for participating in the launch of this book. It is so close to my heart to have it out there where it can reach more widows who think they're alone in this. None of you should be alone in this journey. When I think about the future, I'm thinking I want to create something for my widow coaching clients, something like a year's support in group together and have the chance to get together at a retreat in person once or twice a year, someplace comforting and special where a group can really connect, support each other and grow. This is coming next year if I can create it for you. But first, let me share with you some of the other thoughts I had as I was driving back home from Virginia this past weekend. I was actually thinking about Celine Dion, who not too long ago lost her husband, Renee. She returned to her stage in Las Vegas in late February of this year, a little over a month after he passed. I realized she felt that she owed it to her fans. Because of her fans, she felt she had to push through and continue on. I'm betting she would have much rather curled up at home and stared at the television or read a book. It dawned on me how many widows push on because of their kids or because they can't take more than a couple weeks from their job. For fear of losing their job. Maybe they have fans they can't let down or contracts that they have to fulfill. Really, they only want to be sitting in their favorite chair, wrapped in a blanket on the couch, watching reruns of every episode of Sex in the City. <laughs> Instead, they force themselves up and out in the world, smile permanently frozen in place. I don't want this for you. But I equally don't want sitting in a chair staring into space for you either. My wish for you is that you can wake up in the morning and look forward to your day. That you have moments you savor. That you find new things to try, even if they scare the hell out of you. My wish for you is that you believe you can get through this and you know exactly how you're going to. There were key insights and experiences in my first year as a widow that helped me strike out and rebuild a life for me. This is why I wrote the book Widowed, to share that journey and some of what I discovered along the way that helped me. For any of you who still want Widowed, it's available as an ebook on Amazon for $4.49. If you do not have a Kindle, look below the picture of the book on the left of the book page 
underneath it you can click on where it says read on any device and you'll find the free app from Amazon. It's also free on Amazon if you're a member of their Kindle Unlimited club. I think it's a club. I don't belong to Kindle Unlimited, so I don't know exactly how that works, but it says it's free for Kindle Unlimited. Because I want everyone to have this, I also have what's called the advanced reader copy that it can be read on your computer, and I have that available for free download on my website. Just go to joannethelifecoach.com slash widowed and you'll see the page for the book and there's a purple button to download widowed for free. You just put in your email address and I will get an email back to you with the link to download it and you can read it right there on your computer. I'm proud to tell you that a publisher did indeed offer me a contract last week for Widowed. So it will be available in bookstores late next year, as well as on Amazon and Barnes & Noble in print format. So you can read it for free now and then buy a copy next year to have for yourself or to share with any other widow you meet in your journey. I know there are books that I've had that I've given away over and over again to widows. Today, I would love to share with you the introduction to my book and let you hear it in my own voice, just a little taste of Widowed. The introduction is a letter that I wrote to all of you the first time that I was at that castle down on the other side of Washington, D.C. with Angela Loria and um, looking out at the amazing landscape. And I wrote this and used it for the introduction for the book. And I want to share that with you right now. It starts out with a quote. The quote is, You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Bob Marley. Dearest Widow, You were drawn to pick up this book because you're frightened by what you're feeling since your spouse passed away. You are so alone and afraid of being alone. You don't even know how to do this widow thing and want to know how someone else might have gotten through the pain. It is scary to have thoughts and feelings that no one else around you can possibly understand. There are things you do not say out loud, things you do not share with the world. Initially, you don't even share them with yourself. In those first few days after the death of your husband, a protective fog surrounded you. When my husband died, I felt like I was wrapped in layers and layers of cotton and gauze, so I could not feel anything at all. Our brain knows how great the pain is and immediately protects us from experiencing it all at once. But slowly, so slowly, the layers begin to unwrap and the reality of our new world. The one without our life's partner in it begins to seep in through the protective gauze. Your friends check in and ask, how are you doing? You say, oh, I'm fine, I'm handling this. Really, I'm okay, but you're not. Even as those words of polite conversation come out of your mouth, deep inside of you is a wound so painful you could not even begin to find the word to tell somebody else how this hurts. So instead you say, 
I'm fine. I'm handling things. And because you cannot face your own pain fully to share with someone else, you remain alone. Even your children fall under the protection of your mute button. How can you let them see your pain when they're already experiencing grief of their own over the death of their father? You don't want to add worrying about you to their load. You don't want to add your own pain to theirs. So you tell them, I'm okay, I'm coping. Some of the thoughts you're having seem completely inappropriate for a widow to be thinking. Thoughts of relief, thoughts of anger, thoughts about being happy over never having to pick up wet towels off the floor again. Maybe your initial thoughts were even about being glad it was over. You wonder what's wrong with you that you think such things. Things pop up in your mind that even shock you and make you want to look away from such dark inner pain. You replay the last days, weeks, and months prior to your spouse's death. Did you say things that were terrible to him? Did you hug him enough? Did you remember to say I love you to him the day he died? Maybe, maybe you even lie to yourself, telling yourself you've got this. You can organize it, make lists, cross off what needs doing, but instead you end up sitting in that chair in your living room, just sitting, not going anywhere, not doing anything, frozen in time. How can you know what to do next? All your future plans were plans that you and your husband created together. Your entire life was based on an equation of two, not one. Your planned retirement was planned for the two of you. Your retirement together, your goals together, your vacations together. There are no plans for you alone. So now you're stuck. You mark off days on the calendar, each one a day closer to your own death. Because of the avalanche of emotions that suddenly take over your life, you begin to question your own sanity. I know this, dear widow, dear heart, because I found myself in that well of emotional pain that we label grief. Even turning on the radio is a minefield of emotion. Songs that you used to innocently sing along with now break you right open. I, too, have driven home from the grocery store struggling to get my tears under control while reaching to snap that song off the radio. That one big question keeps playing in your mind. How do I get through this? You are sure that the only thing that could fix you right now is if your husband miraculously walked back in the door. Immediately your life again would have an anchor and meaning. You think there's no other answer for your pain but his resurrection. Intellectually, you know this is not going to happen. But because you cannot see any other resolution to how you're feeling, you stay stuck, crossing days off the calendar. All meaning in life is gone, so you remain aimless. Deep inside, you know you want more. You have new eyes on the world now, the eyes of a widow. 
with widow eyes, you see clearly what the value of every single day with your spouse was. You rue every second you wasted, not connecting with him, not hugging him, not saying all the things you truly wanted to say to him when you thought you had all the time in the world. You not only mourn the passing of your spouse and what you had with your spouse, you mourn what it could have been, what it should have been. With those new eyes, you begin to see every day in the rest of your life has to matter more. Every day you have left in your life should never again be squandered, not doing the things you best love, not saying the things in your heart, and not loving on every person in your life. But how do you step out from the widow's black lace veil of pain to move beyond the chair in the living room? Aha, now you see the real reason you reached for this book. Your heart wants to know, did another widow feel this way and live through it? Is there something on the other side of this incredible pain and fear? Please let me read something that tells me I'm going to be okay. Dear widow, dear heart, it will never be the same that it was. But yes, you are going to be okay. You can find who you are now and what your new story will be. In this book, I'm going to share my own story with you so you, you'll know you're not alone and you're not crazy. But more than giving a personal account of Jim's death and my own widow journey, I want to share the people, the ideas, and the tools I found along the way that brought me into the light of my new life. What this book does not include are lists of offices to contact, financial advice, how many copies you need of the death certificate or checklists of where to send them. There are plenty of books and pamphlets out there to supply the list of all the places you need to contact and papers you need. You can even reach out to the funeral home director for such recommendations. Instead, this book will lead you on your journey through your own heart. I've not left my spouse or my life as it was over the past decades with him behind, but I have evolved into more of myself than ever. I've learned who I really am at my core, and I know that beyond the flimsy curtains of time and space, Jim stands just on the other side, Jumping up and down in the silly way he used to when he became enthusiastic over something and applauding my every step. I bet your cheerleader is still right by your side, ready to applaud your every step. Grief never goes away, but it emerges as something pure and beautiful that continues to live in your heart and yes, you can live with this. You can get through this. Here, give me your hand. Let's head into the heart together. I promise I've got you. Joanne. If you need help finding your way, reach out to me. 
I can help you create your roadmap to a future that includes hope and happiness, even as you grieve. I don't accept everyone to work with, only those that I know I can help. You can schedule a call with me to discover if working with me is a good fit. There is limited availability for the number of individual clients I can take on, but I do have two openings starting next week. So go to talktojoann.com, that's J-O-A-N-N, no E, <laughs> talktojoann.com, and schedule a day and time for a call so we can discuss moving forward. This week, get outside in the beautiful fall weather, wherever you are. I'm here in New York, and it is gorgeous right now. So get out there, take a walk, go shop. Find some joy in your day. And I'll talk to you again next week.